educator and creator of the dream method. I am here to guide you to your dream life and business. Get ready to get real as we pull back the business curtain, share tools, experiences, and the nitty gritty, not so pretty of building the life and business of your dreams. Let's get real, shall we? Oh, hey, hi, and welcome back to On The Real. I have a human episode for you today. Um, I know On The Real has typically, for the most recent part, (laughs) that's not a real sentence, recently, (laughs) On The Real has been talking about business, uh, bringing on business owners and talking about how to build your business, um, some tools to help you do that. But I want to be a human for a minute. Uh, I personally haven't been a human for a while. I forget what it's like to be a human sometimes, and I have to bring myself back to my own reality that building a business, being a mom, and being a human, they are all intertwined, and it's all who I am, and the moment I stopped trying to compartmentalize them, things got a lot easier, but for the sake of this episode, I just want to qualify it and let you know we are not going to be talking about business tips today. We are not going to be talking about different ways to build your business. We're actually going to be talking about how to make friends. And that probably feels so strange, but something that I have been able to do over the past year of my life and in my business is create my circle. Previous to um, how I'm living right now, I've I've been like a ref- a friend recycler, and we'll go into this a little bit, but. For the past year, I have felt like I have a solid group of women and continually building and growing that solid group of women who are my circle, who are my people, and who are understanding where I'm at in my life and in my business, and they are doing similar things. So let's just call it for what it is. Building friendships is hard, especially as an adult. And building adult friendships when you have kids is difficult. Being an adult friendship when you are building a business and you have kids, it's basically non-existent. Um, If you ask me what I spend the majority of my time doing, it's working, being with my kids, being with my husband. That's pretty much all I do right now. Um, I'm in a season of life where my kids are very needy. And so the the having the idea or the focus around building friendships or having friendships feels really hard. (laughs) It feels really heavy and it doesn't feel like something I have the bandwidth to grow and build. Now, having adult relationships has been something that I have wanted. It's something that I've wanted over the last year. I specifically remember crying myself to sleep being like, I don't have any friends. And this was about a year ago. I was pregnant with Blake. So, you know, I was exhausted. Uh, I had a lot of post or a lot of pregnancy hormones and just feeling like I didn't belong anywhere. So not to get too deep on you real quick, but I've experienced a lot of loneliness in my life. And I have had a lot of friend friend turnover, like a lot. So I grew up as an only child. And then moving away from child, my childhood best friend to start over at a new school, I felt like a weirdo. I felt like an outcast in high school. I had one new friend and I had a boyfriend um, my junior and senior year of high school. And then I left for college. Uh, I went to Idaho. I moved to Idaho. I didn't know a single freaking person when I moved to Idaho. Um, well, I knew one boy that I met on the internet that actually became my boyfriend. That's a whole other story. Um, but 
as I left my college experience, I moved to Utah for beauty school and then I moved back to California. I had no friends to come home to. It had been so many years that all of my high school friends, not that I had a lot of high school friends, but they had all moved on with their life right? And then after I moved back to California, I spent a couple years there. And then I moved back to Utah, where I am now. And I knew one person. I knew one freaking person who I had any sort of relationship. And she was like, she was my friend's sister. So at the time, she wasn't even really a close friend. And so then from there, I moved into the world of being a single mom. And then I became a solopreneur. And then I stepped out of a circle of friends that I'd gained from an organization that I um, had worked with from a previous episode. And it just felt like a lot of loneliness was following me. And I didn't take a lot of the friendships with me in the capacity that I had had them in previously as I was moving, um, quite literally moving state to state, but also seasons of life. And so this theme felt like it was staying the same. So with all of the change came lots of loneliness. I had a lot of victim mentality around it. Um, I was like, oh, woe is me. I have no friends. No one likes me. I have to do this all on my own. No one cares about me. Well, who wants to be friends with that girl? Literally no one. I I didn't want to be friends with that girl. So recently, within the past, I don't know, four or five months, I remember this night where I cried myself to sleep because I felt so lonely and I had no friends. And then I looked around and saw what I actually had created. And while I didn't have friends in the sense that I had recognized friendships previously, I realized that I had created a circle. So I allowed this story of loneliness and this victim mentality to last for way longer than I should have. I I allowed myself to get out of my head and I looked around and I saw this circle. They didn't look the way that I had decided they should look. And let me, let me repeat that. They didn't look the way that I had decided they should look. My relationships, my friendships, the people that were in my life that were supporting me, that were helping me not be, be alone, that were always there when I needed them. They didn't look the way that I had decided they should look. Now, I'm not talking about the way that they actually physically look. I'm talking like what I thought the adult friendships that I would have had. So what should a friendship look like? My definition looked a lot like hanging out a few times a week, our kids all being the same age, having the same interests, supporting each other in our business, texting, Marco Poloing every day, having the same spiritual or religious background. And so when I took a step back and looked at that definition of friendship, I recognized that I had friendships like that in the past. They were super special to me. They're still special to me. And they're a really fun time of my life. But that scenario in the season of my life and in my business right now was not realistic. And I had to become okay with that. So the theme is back, right? I realized I had had these relationships. I had had these friendships. And I didn't have them anymore. And so the theme of loneliness kept coming back. And every time my business shifts, my family grows, and my capacity is depleted, I realize that I cannot be the friend I was in the past, nor can I accept the friendships I had in the past. So there are many, many reasons and reasons, excuse me, not seasons, that your circle could change. 
Okay, your seasons of life are going to change your capacity to be the friend you were in the past. Maybe you've moved, so maybe you quite literally can't spend time with the people that you were before. Maybe you left a job, you left friends behind with it. Maybe you left a relationship and you lost friends from the relationship that, or the friendships that were linked to that relationship. Maybe you left a religious affiliation and that can leave you with severed relationships. Maybe you've just grown out of your friendships. Maybe you can't have a conversation with your partner without being interrupted by your kids, nor can you get out of the house for more than the necessities, right? And you decide you decide what those necessities are. Regardless of the change in loneliness that you may experience in adult friendships and that I've experienced, there are ways to build your circle again. And so I want to share a few ways that I have gone from understanding and recognizing that victim mentality of, oh my gosh, no one cares about me. I don't have any friends. I am so alone to building strong relationships and really creating a community and a circle of people that not only can I call friends, but I can call peers and I can call them mentors. So let's get to the juice. How do we as adults build and accept our circle as ever-changing seasons of growth in life and business happen? Number one, what are your current interests? Recognizing what your current interests are and finding people with similar interests as you is going to help you find common ground Find common ground to build relationships. Okay, now this feels like duh. But also it can really be hard to own your interests, right? I personally build my friendships around business and babies, As you know, I default to business in most of my interactions. Like if we're having a conversation, I'm probably going to talk to you about your business. And if I'm not talking to you about your business, I'm going to talk to you about your babies, right? Now, this has shifted a little bit recently where I am talking more about spirituality and I'm talking more about human design and these types of things um, because my interests have shifted and changed a little bit, okay? So I own that I am obsessed with building businesses, and the other people and how other people run their businesses. And so with that, I have become unapologetic about having conversations that are based around my interests. I cannot, I I cannot have small talk. Love you. And if you try to talk to me about small talk or have the same conversation that we had the last time I saw you in person, I'm going to be stressed. Now, that's not to say like, don't come up and talk to me if you don't have some deep, meaningful conversation that you want to have. Or if you're like, well, I don't run a business. So what am I going to talk to her about? Or I don't have babies. What am I going to talk to her about? Please come say hi when you see me. We'll chat. But it's the relate or the the experiences and the interactions that I have consistently with the same people when I go to events. It's like, hey, how are you? Good. How are you? What's new? Oh, just doing this, doing this, doing this. I'm like, if it's the same conversation, there's not a lot of depth to that. And for me, my interests are, they run deeper. So I want to find people in my life who have common interests as me and have similar beliefs. Okay. So let's move to number two, beliefs. Lean into your beliefs and find people who believe what you believe or at least celebrate your beliefs. Okay. If your beliefs are different than the people that you spend your time with, respect and celebrate their beliefs, but own your own, okay? Imagine meeting up with your friend for lunch and being so excited about 
to talk about your new tarot deck and have that friend look at you like you're a devil worshiper. Like I'm not saying this exactly happened to me, but the moment I started stepping into spirituality and stepping out of my Christian background and just owning what I actually believed in my spiritual space, I had friends that fell off. They were like, whoa, you practice in witchcraft now? I'm like, "Mm, nah, that's okay that you think that. I get it. I've been there. But owning my spiritual beliefs and being okay to celebrate that the people that I spend my time with have different religious and spiritual understandings, but I will only surround myself with people who will celebrate and respect mine as well. Okay? There has to be a mutual relationship when it comes to adult friendships and building your circle that you can't have someone that says that they are your friend, but they don't respect or celebrate your beliefs. Now, this can go as far as religious beliefs. This can also go into, if we're going to talk about politics, what you believe in healthcare and things that are going on politically and socially. I think owning your beliefs there are really, really important as well. Um, I try to, in my friendships, always see people for who they are at their core, right? I try. I am a human. I fall short. But seeing people for who they have the potential to be and recognize that they're not always going to be the friend that I expect them to be, but honor the fact that they are who they are and love them regardless of what their belief system is, okay? Being comfortable and being yourself with who you are, being yourself, There we go. Being yourself and being comfortable with who you are has to be your number one self-care priority. And if your friends don't get you or they don't support you in amplifying who you are and who you want to be, then they're not your friends. And that's okay. It's hard, but it's okay, right? But this token goes both ways. So if there's someone in your life who sees differently than you, but you value them, you feel great when they're around and you want to build that relationship, Don't dismiss them because you don't agree or don't understand them. Just try, right? The relationship you have with yourself comes first and allowing yourself to lean into your beliefs and own your beliefs, even if others make you think that they are weird or they're conspiracy theory-ish. Believe me, there are more people who believe in aliens who don't now. So own your beliefs and find others who believe what you believe or who are at least open to respecting, supporting, and celebrating you in your beliefs, even if they don't exactly get it, okay? Next, we want to focus on finding people in similar seasons of life. So my current season of life doesn't leave much time for really anything that is not business or my children. Um, We are in a very hard season with my kids right now where they are needy as you know what. And we don't sleep a lot. (laughs) And so if I am not at my office or I am not with my kids, I am sleeping (laughs) or I'm showering or I'm cleaning my house. And I'm okay with that season of life. I've had to do a lot of inner work to be okay with that season of life and uh, recognize that the, the choices that I made are bringing me my season of life and I'm okay with that right? But I do my best to go out and have lunch or dinner with friends, but my time is very, very precious and my eyes are on the prize, okay? You'll spend, you'll catch me spending the majority of my time with other business owners who have a kid or two around at pretty much at all times, 
right? The noise of children on Voxer messages or knowing that texts aren't going to be answered for days or maybe even a month, it doesn't bother or offend the people that I have built relationships with, right? The people that I am friends with, they answer my calls, even if their kids are losing their shit in the background, because they know if you call, it's important, right? Own your season of life and know that some of your relationships may fall away. Maybe for that season, maybe forever. But I want you to know that if you are looking for your tribe, they're looking for you too. Find people in similar seasons of life. We've got to own our season of life first and be okay that it's not going to look the way that maybe we thought it was going to look, right? How many moms out there are like, well, shit, (laughs) what have I done? right? This is not what I thought it was going to be. It's messier. It's louder. It's more stressful. And maybe your view of mothership, motherhood is different. Maybe it's more beautiful than you thought it would be. And that's okay, right? That is your paradigm. That is your belief system. And that is your season of life. Now, the last thing that I want to share with you for creating your circle in this episode is stop being pissed that you're not getting invited to the party and throw your own damn party. This was number one. This is the number one way that I created my current circle of friends, okay? There was a part of my life not too long ago where I was invited into a group of friends and they had all been friends for a while. They were all mostly, they were mostly wonderful people. They were mostly welcoming and they were mostly kind. Um, I wasn't necessarily close with all of them and that was okay, but I would be invited to some of the things they did, but not all of them right? Not all of the friend outings was I was I invited to. And sometimes that was fine. And sometimes it wasn't, right? As my season of life changed, as I had my third baby, and I started focusing on the three things I already shared about really, really owning my interests, owning my beliefs, and finding people in similar seasons of life, I realized that group of people, they weren't my people. I still remain friends with some of the people in that group, but not all of them. And I am not offended that I am never invited to their parties now. That's okay. It is okay. Because you know what I did? I decided to throw my own damn parties. I started inviting people to outings with me. If you want to spend time with someone, ask them to spend time with you. Invite them. Go out to dinner. And if they're down, cool. And if they're not, maybe it's a busy season of their life or maybe they're just not your people. I feel like adult friendships are like dating. (laughs) If you know me in any capacity, you know that I have never been shy about asking somebody out. I basically initiated the relationship of my marriage by being really, really bold um, because I wasn't afraid to put myself out there. So similarly with friendships, I personally am not afraid to be bold and put myself out there. If that's something you struggle with, I would encourage you to just try what is the freaking worst that could happen? Worst thing that could happen? You invite someone to go to dinner and they don't go with you. Okay. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean they don't like you. Maybe it's just not the right fit. Maybe it's not the right time. Maybe it's not the right season. Put yourself out there. Invite that girl down the street that you always see that's like looking so cute. Anytime she like goes to get mail, ask her to go to sushi. DM your internet friends and have a mother freaking party. Okay. If you want relationships, if you are in a place where your tribe of people doesn't feel like your tribe anymore, 
Or maybe you're sick of seeing people going to events together. Show up at the damn event. Ask if you can come. Put yourself out there. Okay? You can have friendships if you want to have friendships. We have to get out of our victim mentality. And I say we because I am there. I have been there more than once. And I'm sure I will fall into it again because, hi, I'm a human. And I'll have to go back to these things and remind myself to lean into my interests, to lean into my beliefs, to lean into my season of life, and to throw my own damn party, okay? If you are in a position right now and you're like, I want a tribe, I want a circle of friends, I want a community, I want to invite you to be a part of my community. Hi, we're officially friends. We're officially friends. If you are here and you are listening to my podcast, there is a very, very good chance that we have similar interests, that we have similar beliefs, that we are in similar seasons of life, and that we should freaking party together, okay? So I want to invite you to be my friend. Ooh, here she goes being bold. I want to invite you to be my friend, and not just in a business space, but to actually be a part of my tribe, my community. Join me. Slide into my DMs. Let's have conversations. Let's build this relationship on a deeper level. If you are listening to this episode, I would love for you to DM me and say, hey, I listened to this episode. And let me know if you feel confident in your tribe or if you're looking for a community of people. Because I would love to be that community of people. But one of my skills, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to own this right now. One of the skills that I have is connecting people. I didn't realize it until I was having a one-on-one coaching call with one of my clients when I first started coaching. It was about two years ago. And my client out of the blue was like, you're just really good at connecting people. That's one of your talents. And I was like, oh, really? And then I took a step back and I looked around and I was like, fam, if you need somebody that does something, chances are I'm going to know someone or know someone who knows someone and I will be able to connect you. So similarly, in human life, not just business life, if you are looking for a community, for a tribe, for a group of people to connect with, I want to point you in the right direction. Obviously, I want you to be a part of my tribe, my circle of friends, my community. But if we're not the right fit for you, we're not the right fit for you, and that's okay. And I'm okay with that. And I want to introduce you to people who could be the right fit for you. So this is me extending an invitation to you to go And find your circle of friends if you are not happy with what you have right now. And if that's scary to you, then come to me and be one of my friends. All right. I think that's it for being a human today. (laughs) We always dive a little bit into business. But I am going to catch you guys next time on On The Rail. And just so you know, we are at the end of October right now. And we are actually going to be taking a break on On The Real for the holiday season. There may be a podcast episode popping up here and there based on my capacity and my ability to show up for you. But I'm owning those seasons of my life and knowing that as we are moving into our holiday season, plus I have three Scorpio birthdays happening in the next few weeks. So I'm going to be spending a lot of time with my people. And I hope you're also spending a lot of time with your people. And if you're like, Tara, I need my people, slide into my DMs. We'll build your circle of people. But the podcast is pausing for a season and we will be coming back closer to the beginning of the year. So I want to wish you well in the holidays in Q4 and know that I think about you, I pray about you, and I hope 
that you feel the love that I have for each and every one of you. I am grateful for every listen that comes through. I'm grateful for every DM that comes through. I am grateful for each and every one of you who is a part of my tribe. And I'm wishing you the best holidays and we will see you in the new year. Okay, Dream Maker, did you love that episode? Are you wanting more of the tools to build your own dream and your own coaching business? We are officially opening applications to our Dream Method certification, where you can dive in and learn all of the tools to become a certified life and business coach through our proven Dream Method. Click the link in the show notes or head over to dreammakersociety.com and learn how you can become a coach today.